Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Infinite Boost podcast again. Just recently, you know, I had Nish on the show from India, and I decided that I wanted to go even farther away. I'm recording this on a Wednesday night. It just turned into Thursday, but my guest has been enjoying his Thursday all day long from Australia. Michael, thank you so much for joining me on the show. No worries, Tom. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Definitely. I feel like we got we got a good warm up in before we before I hit the record button. Those are things that I won't talk about on this show, but I will talk about or I would love for you to talk about your Rocket League backstory. What what how did you get into the game? Uh, so I originally got into the game. I, I wasn't that interested in the game when I first saw it. Um, I'm I'm not particularly a fan of, of football or soccer, and so seeing a you know a car version of that didn't quite excite me. Um, but I had this one friend who would consistently like bug me to get the game and bug me to get the game, and it got to the point where he was so keen for me to get this game for some reason that he is like, send me your bank account details and I will buy the game for you. And at that point, <laughs> I was. I didn't really want to let him do that, so I said, "Fine, fine, I'll I'll buy the game if it's that if it's that important to you, I'll buy the game." Um, so I originally got it on PlayStation Four. I missed out on the the like the free month, yep. I think mm-hmm. of, so I had to buy it just after that, and so I think I started playing around season six or season seven. Okay, and. Um, it- now you're here. Now I'm here. Hardstuck champ three for the last three or four seasons. So I appreciate you saying that because actually one of the reasons that I was like, oh, I I need to get him on this show. You you said it uh, a few weeks ago in one of our Discord channels that you were just hardstuck champ three for for how long now? It's been a while. Um, I think season two, three, four, maybe no, maybe season at least three, four, and five. Now maybe season two as well. It's been a while. What what were you before free to play happened? I think I may have just touched champ before free to play. Um, okay. So be- I I took a little bit of a break from Rocket League, and then when they announced that free to play was happening, I started picking it back up and, and getting mm. warmed up. It kind of kind of got me driven to play the game. Because I'd I'd moved to PC by then, um, just for other other sort of games, but yeah, when I heard that it was coming free to play, I, I started grinding on the PlayStation again, trying to get my mechanics back, trying to get used to rotations, and then when it finally did go f- free to play on PC, I think I yeah quickly jumped up to Champ Two and Champ Three in the first season or two. Oh, so you didn't you didn't ever buy it on PC? You've never purchased the game on PC. Ah, uh, yeah, I've got an Epic account. I never purchased the game on PC. It was on on PlayStation. Oh, okay. So once you made the switch over to PC, you jumped up a couple ranks. Yeah, and I'm not. It's probably it's definitely all to do with hardware because I know PlayStation's not that bad if you're playing on a monitor. But I was playing mm-hmm. on like a, a, I think I was playing on like a plasma TV. Like it, <laughs> so the refresh mm. rate wasn't wasn't that fantastic, and uh. Yeah, I I never knew how bad like the input lag was until I went to PC, and once you've I think once you've gone, you can't really go back anymore. It's 
it's too big of a I, I have tried so a a really good friend of mine has Rocket League on Xbox and every now and then when I go to visit him like I've played Rocket League with him or you know he might be doing something else so I'll just like hop on his Xbox and and play some games and I remember once and this is probably when I was champ 1 ish I got onto his Xbox to play some games and I'm like, oh, I'm going to pwn these noobs. And I could not win a game in gold, like on Xbox. I could just not figure myself out at all. It felt like I was playing a completely different game. Yeah, it's it's sort of like you feel sluggish. So Exactly, yeah. I could do... What I was realizing was I could... Because I would just recently powered up the PlayStation... Um, had a couple friends around who, who have never played the game before, and I had a couple around who were all about champ level, and so we we pitted the noobs against each other in a one v one for our entertainment. <laughs> and when I hopped on, I could I could do like my setup for a ceiling shot perfectly because the ball wasn't involved, and as soon as I had to like move near the ball, then suddenly the muscle memory was like not there for the delayed input mm -hmm. it, it, yeah, it's kind of weird it's it's yeah there's something about it like I'd, I'd try to take the ball off the wall and my car's just like sort of swaying like a like a pendulum trying to trying to get control it's just yeah, yeah it's something weird about about console i think it's i think it's the frames and the the input lag it, it just makes it really hard to play once you've played on pc yeah i mean it it would be like going to an nba game and saying, hey, we're going to make the ball two pounds lighter. Yeah. And just in making that one little change where, you know, however many hours you have in something and it's been the same way, and then you take that thing away and change it just slightly, it just goes to show how powerful muscle memory is. Yeah. I can't remember who – someone recently put out a video of – two SSLs, uh, 2v2ing every rank starting from silver, but they were on Switches, like Nintendo Switch. And oh, I th really? think they got beat by champs, like pretty handily. Um, they just couldn't, all the mechanics were gone. Like That's so interesting. Yeah. So yeah, definitely the, the gear plays a huge part, I think, in, in, in how you play. I would be very curious to actually see that video just to hear. I mean, again, just taking somebody that understands something so finely, I don't even know if that's a word, but like to such a degree that you change it for them. And it, I'm sure it just, you know, would throw them off so much, clearly, if they lost to champ players. Yeah, I'm guessing it's like, you ever seen those inverted handlebars on the bikes where people have ridden bikes for 20 years and suddenly you invert the handlebars so that they go the op the wheel turns the opposite direction from the handle oh god no that sounds <laughs> awful <laughs> it's terrible it's pretty funny to watch though these people these grown men just falling off bikes that you know they've been riding bikes for 20 years and and just can't seem to ride this one because it's a little bit different yeah i th that sounds exactly like the same thing so okay you get to like champ you say champ one on playstation yeah 
maximum. And then you took a little bit of a break. Why, why the break? Um, I don't know. I can't remember why I stopped playing. I guess, I guess I was feeling a bit like I'd plateaued mm-hmm. at that point. And I remember, yeah, I remember feeling like I plateaued and I think the friends I was playing with, like the friend group I was playing with at the time stopped sort of playing. And I, I just didn't have that passion and drive to, to play solo. Um, which is something I've always sort of struggled with in Rocket League. I, I find it hard to, to get the motivation just to hop on by myself um, sometimes, but it's been been a bit better recently. I've got a lot of drive mm. at the moment. So then you switch to PC and you get up to champ three. Would you say that you're like at another plateau then? I don't think so. I... I feel like I could push into GC and I know what I need to do to do it. So the first time I hit GC, I think, oh, not GC. The first time I hit champ three, I, I think I fluked it. I didn't deserve to be there. Um, mm, I sure. couldn't match, match the speed. Um, and I feel like the second time, the second sort of like a bit after that, it was the mechanics that were holding me back. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I have the speed. I have, I have the speed to be in GC. I think I have the mechanics. I think it's the consistency that's letting me down. And I, I know how to improve that. I know how to do the training packs to improve my mostly shock consistency and, and, and some defensive consistency as well. Um, so I don't feel like I'm at a plateau in terms of rank, but I don't feel like I'm going to be here for long. I think, I think it's just a stepping stone now. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, you don't you don't feel like champ three is the pinnacle of where you could be in the game. Like you see opportunities for improvement that you can make. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'll, I'll peak GC one. I can go a whole nother whole nother division up into GC one. I don't know how hard how high I can push into grand champ, but um, I can hit GC one. I know that much. Mm-hmm. I I I don't have aspirations to you know get to supersonic legend. Um, or anything like that. I think that's a bit beyond me. I've got got these old man hands now. <laughs> I'm not as uh, my hands and my brain don't work as quick as they used to. I don't think I'm getting anywhere up there in the the top top ranks. But um, no, I would like to hit um, maybe GC too. Eventually. As I I've I've said on this podcast how old I am. I'm guessing I'm still a a good amount older than you. I think yeah, you're, you've got a little you've got a couple years on me. Yeah, I think I think you're not giving yourself enough credit in terms of what you're capable of at whatever age you are cuz old is just a rumor or a <laughs> yeah, that's it. conspiracy in gaming. So, okay, you you feel like you have more room for growth, which I which I love to hear because, you know, I really feel like as long as as long as you are able to see the mistakes that you're making or see the opportunities that you have for improvement, then you can improve. Like there is opportunity there for you to do something. One thing that you said just a little bit ago is that you it was hard for you to find motivation to get on the game by yourself. So do you play the game by yourself now? Sometimes I will play the game by myself now. Um, 
sometimes I will queue in uh, to ranked with with some friends. Um, if it, it it sort of depends, but mostly now I find myself playing custom games or or pre-made lobbies from the Discord more than mm-hmm. more than anything more than anything else. I think I'm playing at the moment. So you are. Uh, you're you're still not necessary. Do you ever do like training or free play or anything like that, or oh. is it purely just with other people that you'll play the game? No, no, I I will play for hours in free play by myself. If I'm just okay. in a Discord call chatting with some friends, I'm I'm you know practicing ceiling shots or flip resets or or double touches or I'm always in free play. Um, practicing it's just queuing ranked by myself i i'm i tend to get a bit tilted sometimes tom i tend to get a tend to get a bit a bit uh a bit angry sometimes <laughs> so i never i never take it out on on my teammates uh uh-huh. like i'll never flame anyone in chat but um if i'm by myself and and i can't communicate i'm so used to communicating with people when i play now that when i can't i get very mm. frustrated at it so you just prefer having that extra level of game to work with that yeah just i don't know it's a bit it's more fun i can't i can't get mad at my friends i mean i can't but mm-hmm. i can i'll never be like you know angry angry at them you know it's it's mm-hmm. they're my friends i like i like playing games with my friends it's fun and we can talk and when i play solo it's it's just me and these people who i have no idea who they are and and it's just not as fun for me sure is it not as fun or do you get frustrated by it i think i think there's just a very interesting or um i mean i think it's like an interesting difference in between the two you see what i'm saying yeah it's it's both so it's not as fun because winning with your friends is always is always more fun than winning alone i think and yeah, to the to the second part of that, if if my friend horribly horribly whiffs a ball that I know he should hit, we all just lose it. I think it's I think it's hilarious. Like, you know, or if or if one of us goes for an aerial now in champ three and does a backflip instead of a fast aerial, at this point, like it, you know, it's a crack up. But if if a random does that in my game, and I can't talk to them and I'm, I don't know them. I kind of get a little bit tilted at that, but when it's your friend, it's, it's different. I think things are funnier rather than they don't make me upset or anything like that. Definitely. I feel like there, I feel like there is certainly a different context around playing with your friends or just playing with, you know, random Joe Schmoes. Do you feel like you you have a different mentality if you go into a ranked game or any game at all by yourself as opposed to with your friends? Do you only play ranked with your friends or do you play casuals? I only play ranked with my friends. Um, maybe that's it. I think maybe my ranked with my friends is more like casual solo or something like that. I think it's more similar mentality. Yeah, because it. I mean, it sounds like even though you're playing ranked, the the fact that it is ranked and you you're trying to go up or down doesn't necessarily matter to you. I mean, yes. it might matter, but it's not like you're not gonna, you know, like you said, get angry at your friends. You're just trying to have a good time. 
yeah, it's it's not it's not outcome focused. It's more it's not even process focused. It's more just fun focused. It's right. It's, whereas if I solo queue, I think it's more more outcome oriented. Yes. Like now I'm in ranked and I don't, I'm not having a laugh. So the only thing I have to do is, you know, try to win this game. Yeah, exactly. Those are, those are very different come froms <laughs> when it comes to uh, the game. So I could understand how you would not at all enjoy option B. Yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly that. It's, yeah, it's it, there's nothing else. There's no there's no fun and laughter here. It's just it's just winning, and if I don't win, then I, yeah, kind of don't get anything from it. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like my my personal development as a player comes mostly from free play at this point. Mm-hmm. It's good to it's good to like act on those things in in ranked games, but if I if I focus on something in free play, then I'll see it come into my game naturally. I don't need to sort of work on it in game. I'm not a like an in game grind or anything like that. Most of my right. most of my mechanics and most of my um, ability has come from from free play, and it just translates itself naturally into into ranked and competitive play. Totally. So you spend are are all your friends around the same rank? Like are all you guys in the same area? Yeah, I think we're all around champ three. Um, I don't think any of us have hit GC. There's been a lot of four, like we we've hit GC in other game modes, but not in in twos or, or threes, um, mm-hmm. or ones for that matter. I don't think any of us play ones. We're not. <clears throat> we won't do that to ourselves. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there are a lot of them are champ two, champ three. We've we've hit fourteen hundred a couple of times, but just never never cracked into into GC. Sure. And now you are spending a good amount of time in free play and training packs. When when did that start, or is that something that's always been in your habits? It started for me, or I think it starts for a lot of people after after Diamond. Um, I think you can you can get to Diamond without ever touching free play. I think if you just grind enough games, um, you might be able to hit Diamond. Might, maybe not everyone, but you, a lot of people will be able to hit diamond just off, off grinding games. Um, but then it gets to a point where you sort of need to improve specific skills that you're just not going to get that opportunity to in games. And I think that's where free play comes in. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So you, you've been spending a good amount of time in free play for a while then. Yeah. Like this isn't I, something that just recently started when you're like, oh man, I'm hard stuck in champ three. I think I'm finally gonna take the dive into free play and training packs. No, no, I think I'm probably spending too much time in free play and not enough time in ranked. I think if I just properly grinded out the games at this point, I could probably hit GC. But I, I just quite enjoy being in free play. Um, mm-hmm. I think just the better you get mechanically at the game, the more enjoyable free play is. Like if you put a bronze into free play and they just hit the ball around and maybe try to roll into the goals, it, it it's not as fun as when you have a whole arsenal of of mechanics behind you, and you can you can sort of you know test your limits and push yourself. 
So I think the more more mechanical you get and the better you get at the game, I think the more enjoyable free play is, or at least it has been for me. Yeah, I don't I don't I mean I guess I don't really know how many bronze players listen to this podcast or if we have any bronze listeners. Uh I would I would definitely go well based on the roles in the Discord we have literally zero. So uh if you listen to the show and you're not in the Discord and you happen to be a bronze, I I appreciate you and join the Discord. But like most of those lower ranked like I could I could almost even say this for platinum players. Free play there is more benefit to being in a training pack and working mechanical skills over and over and over again to again get that muscle memory that we were talking about before and i think what you're saying about being in free play once you had those mechanics and you can utilize those to do more creative things and put different aspects of a play together that's when you know you can start putting those puzzle pieces together but until you have those working those basic mechanics is going to be a lot more beneficial. Yeah, I'd completely agree with that. hundred percent. So what, what is, what is keeping you out of grand champ? You say you have the speed. Oh, and, and maybe it, maybe it's just like, well, I'll let you answer the question first and see what you have to say. It is definitely, definitely my consistency. I, I am not putting the ball on target anywhere near mm. enough. Anywhere. It's shooting consistency. And I've I've kind of... The more I've been in free play, the less I've been in training packs. Um, and it's definitely noticeable. Mm-hmm. And I just need to grind those... I just need to grind shooting training packs. All of them. And I think... Yeah, so I you think just get to go take a step back and work on those basic mechanics. Uh, basic, yeah, basic mechanics, just shooting, shooting mm-hmm. m- my general, my touches in general are pretty good. It's just on net. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a, you know, like a, like a brain block or something that's happening, but I, I miss so many bunnies that it's, it's ridiculous. So I just need to really, really work on that and just be consistently putting the ball in net. And wait, did you just say I miss so many bunnies? Yeah, bunnies. Isn't that what they're called? Just just open shots? Just freebies? I've never heard that before. I hope that's a term. Otherwise, I've just made it up and you're more than welcome to use it. Well, no, we're we're in different countries, so slang is different. I mean, you said keen earlier, and nobody ever says I'm keen to do this in America. So. Oh, really? I use that all the time. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. So you miss so many bunnies. Yeah, bunnies. Do you say that for other things, or is that like a explicitly a Rocket League thing? I think it's like a, I think it's like a open goal sports term, mm. maybe in Australia. Possibly, I could be wrong. That could be a me thing. I've just made that up. I kind of hope that you did, but at the same time, I like it. <laughs> I'll, I'll find out for you whether it's whether it's an Australian thing or whether it's a me thing. Either way, I'm gonna own it. Yeah, please do. 
Anyways, okay, so you're I just tried to Google it and all I'm getting is pictures of bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So so you miss a lot of bunnies. So getting back into training packs. Yeah. Back into training packs. Just back into to shooting training packs in specific. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I probably need to review a couple games because as the speed and mechanics have gone up, I feel like my rotations have kind of slipped. Uh-huh. I feel like I've been a bit keener to go for the ball than I should, but that's that's. <laughs> it. <laughs> Is it keener or more keen? It's definitely more keen, but I'm also going to own keener, so it, you can use that one as well. I I happily will. That's yeah, so, so. <laughs> that's so funny. I think I I think you're onto something with the uh, rotations, decision making, things of that nature. Because I I feel that much much like a champ one is probably better than they than the rank that they're at. Okay, so you get into champ one, you obviously have to like learn champ one, and I feel like there are a good number of people that are stuck in champ one because they make horrible decisions they just put themselves in horrible places and don't or go for the ball when they don't need to go for the ball or try to do something that they have no right doing. And so I I feel like champ one, and then you just kind of like skip over champ two and then champ three trying to get into GC is very similar to that. Like the cusp in between low GC one 1400 to 1430 and like high champ three is just making the right decisions. Yeah, I, I do believe so. I have, I have a friend who, who can consistently flip reset into a catch into a musty flick double touch. And he, every ball is his though, when we're playing comp and he that you might be open on the opposite side of the field, but he'll never go for the pass. He'll always go for the double touch. And if he has all the mechanics, he could be almost like SSL with his mechanics. He is insane, but I can't ever see him hit GC with his decision-making and his, his like possession choices. But this is your friend, right? Uh, this is not, not one of the guys who I regularly play with, but oh, okay. um, someone who I started playing with. All right. And I, you know, I enjoy playing with people. So I'll play with him, even though, you know, his, his play style is somewhat frustrating because it's sure. just entertaining watching him, you know, take the ball from one end to the other and spinning in the air. Um, but I don't see him climbing unless he changes his mentality. And right. I, I see a little bit of that in myself, nowhere near that extent. But watching him recently is, has sort of showed me that, oh, I, I have a couple of those tendencies that I need to work on myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I I feel like uh, from your perspective, you know, that's something that you just get to take advantage of, right? You can play a passive supportive role and just let this guy score all the goals and you only need like 50 points or 100 points, you get a couple saves. This guy, you know, knocks down a couple bangers and you move on to the next one. But when you're playing 
solo queue and you're just trying to play one V two the whole time and ruining everything for your teammate. Well, you're not going to get very far. Yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah. I think, yeah, I just need to take a, a step back and, and I just need to review some replays to be honest. Cause my, I feel like the first time I, I made that, that push up in the champ three, it was, it was purely my rotation and decision-making that got me out there. Mm-hmm. Because I was nowhere near the player I am mechanically or speed wise. And then I feel like as as speed and mechanics have gone up, my my rotation has gone down. And it, it has to naturally, I think, for you to sort of progress a little bit and get to go for those touches and, and sort of push the envelope a little bit, your rotation will slack. But at some point I yeah, you need to sort of bring it back to be a, a more well rounded player in order to climb. I think it's a really fine balance and every single time you make an improvement, a quote unquote improvement, like you get faster or your mechanics get better. I think the part that can be a struggle or isn't so crystal. I mean, a mechanic is, is so straightforward, right? You learn how to flip reset. I mean, straightforward in the sense that like it is what it is, right? You learn a flip reset or you learn a ceiling shot or you just learn double taps, whatever. The the confusing part of it or the not straightforward part of it is how do you utilize those better? Because now you're excited about being able to do these things. You feel more confident in yourself, but it's not necessarily the most conducive thing to just go for that all the time. Yeah, agreed. And I can tell you right now that if I'm on my my game into GC and I hit the ball off the wall and there's a chance for me to do a flip reset, I'm going to take it, even though there's probably a 20% chance that that is going to be an effective play. There's something right. about it. When when you get that pop, you just, you got to go for it. And I, I, I can't help that. That's, it's, it's part of me now. It's, just, uh, <laughs> it's... <laughs> yeah. I have no choice in the matter. If I see the ball, I must flip reset. Yeah, as soon as, as soon as you learn how to do it, or until until I can do it consistently, at least until I get that that clip, uh, it's I've got clips, but you know, it, and I always want more clips. And it, yeah, as soon as I see that pop, I'm like, oh, this one, this one's getting a flip reset, and then I'll I'll get the flip, and then I'll use my flipping correctly, and and fall off to the side somewhere and the ball will drop and I'll get scored on. But I'm it was going to have it. to live with that. Yeah, <laughs> it was worth it. You'd rather, you'd rather take the chance than think what if. Yeah. And one day but, I'll, I will be hitting those consistently and it'll be fine for me to go for it. So I'm just going to push towards that. How long do you feel like you've been working on flip resets? Um, Maybe like, two seasons now two two seasons i think um still nowhere near consistent with them i've hit a couple in game but nothing nothing sort of spectacular or anything like that have you been working on them consistently like is this something that you know whenever you get on you're spending a little time working on them or it's just like oh i'm in free play dinking around i'm gonna work on flip resets now um it's something i've been actively working on so when i'm in free play i'll always put put time into those um i think i've worked out i've been doing them sort of wrong my setup's been good but i wasn't making hard enough contact with the ball to sort of guarantee that i get that reset and sort of bounce off in a way that i can 
sort of position my car to, to effectively use my flip. Mm-hmm. And I've recently worked that out and I've recently been seeing a, a pretty big improvement in that. So. so you feel like more recently a good amount of progress has occurred? Um, I feel like I plateaued for a while as, as I tend sure. to do on, in this game on everything apparently. And recently <laughs> I've, I've managed to uh, get past that plateau and I'm seeing some progress again. That's good. How would you say your car control is overall? If you had to rate it on a scale of one to 10, I don't want to say 10 is as extreme as being like a professional player. Well, why don't we do that? So 10, you're, you're like at least an SSL car control. One, you haven't even installed the game yet. Maybe on a good day, I'm like a seven. And on a bad day, I'm a six. I'm pretty like consistent, I feel, with my with my mechanics and my control. I'm mm-hmm. definitely better in the air than I am on the ground. I never mm-hmm. played ones. And and when I was on on PlayStation, there was no like dribble challenge or, um, sure, you know, no custom maps for me to train. So I, I definitely put a bit of time into that. But it's still mostly playing threes i feel like my my ground control lacks but my my car control in the air is 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 somewhat decent it's getting better it's Mm -hmm. definitely getting better because i i would certainly say have you ever done like a rings map or something like that like a lethermere rings map or any of those do you ever work on those yeah i used to do i used to do lethermere's so the ice slash fire sort of rings one yeah. Um, and then the neon rings one, I did did quite a bit too. I did, yeah, I really enjoyed those. Um, I used to just try to spin through them the entire time. Uh, and then I'd just get frustrated somewhere That's in the middle. And, and and yeah, I couldn't I couldn't completely, yeah, hold spin all the way through, but I can get through them pretty pretty quickly um, if I'm not holding arrow. Okay, so you feel like you can move through those pretty smoothly. Yep. Okay. Cause I mean, I'll be honest. I I've tinkered with like trying to learn flip resets and, you know, getting the setup and all of that. And I feel like just like anything else, there is a certain amount of touch or like what you said, you know, you're making one small little thing that, or you're doing one little small thing wrong. And once you're able to correct that or realize it and make that correction, it's almost, you know, a light goes off in your head and you just get it that much better. And I feel like for me almost, my ball control isn't good enough. Like I'm, I don't hit the ball consistently off the wall well enough on a, consi- on a regular basis to be able to then practice the car control necessary to actually get the flip reset. Like there are so many little things that go into this big thing that we call the flip reset. And I just don't know that my foundational things are strong enough for me to do a flip reset consistently and well enough to, for it to be worthwhile in a game. Yeah, I I completely get that. Um, I feel like, obviously the first step would be would be an air dribble getting that because getting the pop people say the pop's the same for like an air dribble for a flip reset for a roof shot and it 
technically is it's just how you hit it and how hard you hit it and sort of the angle you hit it that you, you'll need to adjust a little bit. Um, but once you get that pop down, I think all three of those mechanics sort of sort of open up and you can you can choose which one you practice. It's just that first pop off the wall mm-hmm. that uh, probably yeah, is it definitely held me back the most because I could I could do it I could do air dribbles and flip resets and roof shots when I had a training pack which sort of lined the ball up on the perfect angle and and then you sort of drive up to it and hit it and you get that pop. Um, right. But it took me a long a long long while, especially when I was learning air dribbles was was just getting that that sort of pop off the wall and getting it consistent i think the the toughest thing for me is moving that into free play it's one thing when you have a perfectly lined up shot in a training pack to be able to hit the ball off the wall and then control that then moving it into free play and saying, okay, now I'm going to hit it off the, or hit the ball to the wall and I'm going to create an air dribble out of that. Like that is, I guess that's, you know, when you graduate into the next level of all of those things. And I wouldn't even say that I'm completely there yet. Yeah, that's, that's definitely probably the hardest part is the free play transition. So yeah, training packs, no worries at all. And then going into free play and, and having to do the setup yourself because you know it's never going to be that simple as it's just rolling up in a game of, of competitive or, or even casual that you get to launch off the wall perfectly. You're going to have to do the dirty work yourself and, and send the ball to the wall and then get that pop. See, I'd agree mm-hmm. the biggest transition there is is just going from from a training pack into into free play and then from free play into a game. What are your what are the what are the things that have stuck out to you most about learning flip resets when you maybe whatever it was that really got you to where you are now that helped you break through and get a little bit better and then what were some of the things that you realized when you first were working on them that helped you put those skills together All right um first I'm by no means like good at, at them I, I can hit them i can hit them somewhat consistently in 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 free play but i'm, I'm i wouldn't consider myself like good or or anything like that but um yeah the first thing's the pop making sure that it's it's high enough um and then the second would be the follow making sure that you're able to quickly get to the ball before it starts to drop um this is probably the thing that that I had to work on the longest because I could hit the ball and then I'd jump off the wall and I'd sort of float up to it and catch it as it's coming down. And then it just leaves you with no time and no sort of momentum in order, in order to, to get a shot off. Mm-hmm. And then I would say getting that, this, this new thing that I've been working on with getting like an aggressive touch on the ball, like an aggressive reset it sort of gives you more time afterwards to, to sort of work out how you want to use your flip. Cause I would, you know, how there's like kind of like a scoop flip reset. And then there's one way you, you get the reset and then control it and flip into it later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like all of my early flip resets were like those scoop ones where you sort of just get a reset, then quickly use your flip and, um and sort of try and, you know, flick the ball into goals. Whereas now I'm getting, a better first touch on the ball. I'm getting a lot more time 
and a lot more a lot more space in order to to use my flip effectively mm. i see so would that setup be the same kind of thing that people would use to get like another flip reset like you see it the ball kind of just like bounces off them a little bit and then they flip at the right time get the second reset or they also have the option of shooting yeah a bit more like that um i'm nowhere near near getting a second yet but uh yeah i i think i think so where you, where you bounce off it then yeah either flip into it or or would, would perform a stall under it um yeah it's it's definitely that that kind of a pop off the ball that I'm, I'm working on at the moment yeah i don't understand it's really mind-boggling because you see people do it and then you try to do it i mean professional players make this stuff look so easy and then you try to do it and you're just like why doesn't it work for me when my car is under the ball like theirs I mean, how do, how do you how did you move from just having to like hit the ball immediately to being able to create that feeling of having the ball bounce off your car, but not so much that it completely ruins everything? Because I just can't do it. It took it took a lot a lot of time before it started to to slow down. Um... I I think I put so much time into flip resets because I just never assumed I'd ever be able to do it. Like the first time I ever saw one, I looked at it and went, oh yeah, okay, I'll try that. And then I tried it and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, never, I'm never hitting that. That's not a thing I'll ever be able to do. And then I think as the mechanics have gone up and I got a little bit closer, I was like, oh, okay. Um, I might actually be able to, to hit one of these one day. And now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting them and I'm like, oh, okay. Um, now it's starting to slow down a little bit and and it it doesn't i don't feel as rushed when i'm when i'm going for one because the first time you hit one you're like oh i hit it and then either you forget to use your flip or you flip too early and it and so a lot of a lot of perfect setups were wasted by sort of panic um and once you just start hitting them more or getting the setup right more consistently i think it just slows down like mm. it all it all sort of slows down you feel like you've got a lot more time same's happened with with ceiling shots i remember just being rushed on every ceiling shot and now you know i feel like i've got all the time in the world when i'm up there and i can sort of work out where i want to put the ball yeah i think it's really interesting that you say that because it really just sounds like anything else that you work on in the game of rocket league really yeah i mean even even aerials like the remember the first time i I don't, you might not, but the first time you go up for an aerial, I'm guessing, you know, you, you get up to it and the ball's already falling three quarters of the way back down before you touch it. And now I can just go up and, and catch the ball before it's peak or hit the ball at its peak. And there's no, there's no really thinking involved. It's all, it's all just sort of slowed down a lot so that it's all sort of just muscle memory now. I think that's probably the most important part. I have very clear memories of watching Kronovi get 100% on the toughest aerial training pack when Rocket League first came out, right? So before there was custom training packs, there were just the three rookie, et cetera, et cetera, All training packs. 
Yeah, I can't even remember what the last one is uh, with that stupid cannon that took so long to shoot the ball out. But yeah, I remember like, I remember watching him do that training pack and him getting 100% and like hitting the ball with power and just being completely blown away by his ability to do that. And then going into that training pack myself and just getting nowhere close to these basic aerials, right? And now, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I want it or that I'd be able to get a hundred percent because then I'm going to feel like I have to load up rocket league and actually try it and then get it. And I don't want to put that kind of pressure on myself, but like, I remember thinking I'm never going to be able to do this. This is so hard, but now I can, you know, aerial pretty well. I, I feel like it's, it's the same thing just to another level because it's, more complex but once you actually start trying it and giving yourself an opportunity to understand it then you know you can start putting two and two together yeah i completely agree it's it's yeah something just seems so daunting at first and and it how on earth can i possibly do this and then eventually you just you just end up getting there through through time and practice and and then it starts yeah, slowing down and and you can do it consistently and you can do more more with with the play and and yeah I can I completely agree I remember doing those I remember doing those training packs originally and it was it was yeah mind-boggling that people could could 100% those and I remember specifically like a redirect training pack early early on when, once I learned how to aerial, I ended up trying to do like a redirect training pack, an aerial redirect. And it was the hardest thing. I, I spent forever just like trying to do it and try to get clips to show my friends like, oh, look at this redirect I got in this training pack. And and I remember how hard it was to, to sort of rotate my car in order to, to get it towards the net. And now I'd probably hit, I don't know, 70, 80% of those on on the first try. Whereas it was probably taking me seventy to eighty attempts just to get a right. single, single goal in those training packs back then. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how uh, you can take something that seems impossible, and now a year, two, three later, it's just like, oh yeah, this is this is easy stuff. But I can, I can, I remember the exact same thing. I, it might not have been the cherry picking pack that Rocket League put out, uh, the psionics one that they put in in the training options, but just like opening that up, having the ball come at you. So like, how am I supposed to get up to that ball and actually hit it somewhere? But now it's just like, oh, yeah, I do that in my sleep. No problem. Yep. I remember that. I remember the I remember the, the struggle of the the fast aerial backflips they they plagued me for the longest time i would backflip on on all my oh. fast aerials <laughs> and i i haven't done that in 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 years now but it was it was like the bane of my rocket league existence i i could not could not go up for a fast aerial without backflipping um that... i used to yeah i used to have my boost on circle 
Mavs since swapped it to R1, which I think makes the world a difference. But yeah, um, I did learn with it on Circle and it was, it was, yeah, difficult for me. So I have a buddy that played supersonic acrobatic rocket powered battle cars, the prequel to Rocket League. So he's been playing this game literally, you know, half his life when you think about Rocket League plus SARP. And he still plays with SARP controls. So I I I don't know if he has ball cam. I don't know if he's changed anything at all. So he has air roll on square. I think he uses ball cam on triangle and then boost on circle and then jump on X. And and he uses hold for ball cam. Oh no. Oh yeah. no. What what rank is he? He's GC. Oh my. Oh my. I mean, he could be if he wanted to. Like my friends, me and my friends, you know, talking about friends, like we just play casual games and have a laugh and like have a good time. And there's four of us, like our group is four people. So when we're all playing, you know, unfortunately nobody ever wants to play chaos with me, which I think is really sad. But, uh, Speaking of sad and chaos, Gridiron just came out. So it's like the one thing that we can all play and be on the same team. But normally what we'll do is just take over a threes lobby uh, and like join off of each other. And then, which you can't do because you're on Epic. The, yeah. the fact, it's really sad that Epic doesn't have like a join lobby feature like Steam does. But we'll just join off of each other and then, you know, we'll just take the whatever randoms we get and whatever teams we have and we'll play some games and and have a laugh. But um yeah, he he could definitely be G C if he wanted to actually play ranked, but we just don't play that much ranked. Uh and yeah, I mean he still uses the original default controls. So he wouldn't have arrow left or arrow right uh, bound. He just have basic arrow, and it's on basic arrow. Where so yep. to how does he boost an arrow? I just can't picture that in my head. So his boosts on circle, and his arrows on square. I he might have changed arrow to L one. All right. I'll have to ask it, but I'm pretty sure that the majority of stuff is just normal. No, right. and so th- except for maybe, hold, hold yeah, he and we've we've tried to talk him into a few times switching to toggle, and he's just like, I think the longest he's made it is like a week and a half or two weeks, and he's just like, no, it's too uncomfortable, I can't do it. Like oh, he'll, wow. he'll mess things up. And it's so weird because in my mind, it's not that different. Right? Like, but he's, he's so used to holding that button down with his thumb, you know, like, and I'm pretty, I can't remember if it's square or triangle, but just imagine holding one of those buttons down with your thumb. Yeah. And then when you're going to take a shot, you have to press jump with another part of your thumb. Or yeah, like <laughs> when, like he also uses 
circle to boost. So like you're holding down ball cam, you're boosting and jumping. Or jumping and then boosting. With the yeah. same finger. That's wild. I, I can't imagine. And he got that high. I mean, if it, yeah. I mean, Rizzo had some weird controls too, didn't he? And he he was you know pro. I'm pretty sure he was playing with some some yeah some odd controls for a while. I think Rizzo's gas was forward on his on his stick. Yeah, that's on right. his, Yeah, could he look around then? No. Yeah, because he used the the right around. thumb. Forward on it. Yeah. It was his left thumb was forward. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I guess technically you don't need it if you're in the air. I guess it wouldn't have impacted him that way, but yeah, it's it's that seems crazy to me. And I'm pretty sure his air roll. Wait, okay, I thought he had his uh, jump on a different button. Oh, but this is this is X. I think he uses it. Yeah, he uses an Xbox controller. So Rizzo's boost was A, which is X on a PlayStation controller. His jump was X which is square on a PlayStation controller. And his ball cam was the same as the default ball cam on PlayStation, which was Y. Yeah. His break was L. And his it says his throttle was L, but I'm maybe he changed it, but it used to be literal forward. That's so strange. He was playing yeah. pro like that for, for years and years and years. Yeah. And it just, I mean, it just goes to show. And this is the cool thing about Rocket League, though. Like, you could literally use the goofiest of all controls. And as long as you're, as long as you're good, you're good. Yeah. I mean, get game sense does, does go such a long way. And I, once you learn the mechanics... I guess it might be maybe harder to learn depending on what, what setup you have, whether you're on a controller or a keyboard or mouse, you've got some weird bindings. Once you've learned them, you've learned them. It's not like they're right. harder to do the next time. Well, and I think that's why we see so many more keyboard players coming into the pro scene because, you know, it's 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 just learning the mechanics right and making do with like what you're working with and both of them are feasible i can't remember do you pay attention to rlcs at all i try to i yeah i i i tend to watch them when i can is is monkey moon a keyboard play i feel like one of the players on bds is a keyboard mouse player i think it might be extra because I don't think it's marked by... Nope, he uses a controller too. Is it marked by eight? Or maybe I'm just completely... No, they all use controller. I could have swore that one of them used keyboard mouse, but I'm wrong. I that thought just extra goes... was... See, I thought one of them was keyboard mouse, but I just looked at him on Liquipedia and it has uh, PlayStation controls on his control settings. Hmm. You use the PS5 controller now, don't you? I do, yes. Would you recommend it over the the PS4? Well, obviously, if you've if you've swapped to it. Uh, I mean, I think that I would, because here's here's the thing. If before PlayStation Five controller, I would say that Xbox 
ergonomically speaking, was much better than a PlayStation 4 controller. I have pretty large hands. So, I mean, a PlayStation controller, PlayStation 4, being specific, fit fine in my hands, but it was it was kind of like clawy or clampy. Like yep, getting my fingers in all the right places. But the PlayStation 5 controller is bigger and just like more ergonomically comfort. Does, I mean, if you look at a PlayStation 5 controller, it almost looks like an Xbox controller. But yeah, the thing, it looks the, a lot more, a lot more similar. Oh yeah, the thing about PlayStation controllers are is they're not garbage like Xbox controllers, and that's that's just my hot take. But Xbox controllers fall apart and go bad pretty quickly in my experience. Yeah, and I've heard that. my PlayStation controllers last a really long time. Yeah, I've had some stick drift issues with with PlayStation controllers. Um, Me too. Me too. um, But beyond that, I've never had one sort of fall apart. I've I've heard that the Xbox controllers do do sort of tend to break down a bit quicker. I I've had like little stick drift issues, and honestly, like if you have a stick drift issue, I would say that not you as an explicitly you the general you like if that's something that comes up for you on controllers ease up a little bit because like it's it's from the pressure that you're putting on that controller like i can definitely know that i have been too forceful with my controller and it doesn't take that much effort to do the things that you need to do that being said like i've had stick drift but none of the buttons have ever gone out on any of my controllers. And when I used an Xbox controller, it was two or three months before one of the front, what do they call them, bumpers? I think they call them bumpers on it, like the front L and R buttons. L1, button. R1, yep, bumpers. Yeah, those have definitely gone out on Xbox controllers for me. Uh, yeah, I, had a, I had an L2 spring in a PS4 controller a while back. That sort of went um and i took the spring out and just the like the rubbery button press press thing mechanic inside was was good enough to to compensate without the spring um so oh, that wow was, yeah so it worked without a spring at all i don't i and i haven't mentioned this for a while so i don't mind saying it again but do you have like a best do you have best buy or anything like that in australia i i don't know I, I honestly don't know. Um, I, I I do know that yeah, you can get like replacement, um, like warranties on them over there, can't you? Yeah. Yes, that is that is a no brainer. If you can do it, like if if you're putting any kind of decent amount of hours into this game, I wholeheartedly suggest buying a replacement plan on your controllers, because. When I would when I would buy a controller, so especially now, PlayStation Five controllers are like seventy bucks or something crazy like that. They might be just sixty, sixty or seventy dollars, and the replacement plan for one of these, I think now is fifteen or twenty dollars. So, like at this at the slightest instance, 
or notice of any stick drift, I could take this to Best Buy and be like, this controller is not working as it should. And they'll be like, oh, shucks, go get another one. And then I go to the PlayStation section, grab a controller, take it up, they ring it out. And then it's just like, okay, do you want to buy another replacement plan? And that's it. And it lasts for like two years. Like if you're putting any good hours, good substantial hours into Rocket League, like your controller is going to go bad in a year, maybe a little bit more. So just take it. Or if you just feel like taking it in and getting a new one, hey, this isn't working. I mean, you have to leave the old one there, so you can't be like squishy and sign it and, you know, give it to a friend or something. But <laughs> you, you like it's a brand new controller for half the cost. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, it sounds like it. And Yeah, and you know PlayStation 5 is not going anywhere. The controllers are always going to be available for the next however many years. So you can just keep getting a replacement as long right. as you need one. Yeah, and I mean, I don't see them redesigning this controller away from this design. You know, when did the PlayStation... I mean, the PlayStation 5, it's been out, what, two years now? I mean, not Can that everybody anybody... get those now? I know there was a big backlog of people. No, not being I, I don't think they're still... They're not at all readily available. I mean, wow. I think they launched... Here's the thing. They launched, right? And then, of course the year that they launch is going to be difficult because it's always difficult then. And that's just the way that it is. And then COVID hits and yeah, that just, that just ruins everything when it comes to, you know, trying to find stuff. I remember when COVID first hit and this was a year or two after the Nintendo switch came out, but then animal crossing came out and all my friends are sitting at home and we're all in discord you know, talking about how fun Animal Crossing is. And I'm like, well, I, I need to get on this hype train. But there were no switches anywhere in America because the whole, you know, supply chain just completely shut down. Yeah, Which is probably for the better because, the, yeah, I mean, the hype around Animal Crossing had died by the time switches came back. And so I was like, oh. I don't need this anymore. But yeah, I don't see PlayStation 5 controllers going anywhere. And I I you know, I think it at the end of the day it's preference, but I would say that I I thoroughly enjoy my PlayStation 5 controllers. I'll have to look at upgrading next time I I burn through this one and I'll have to see if we do have a Best Buy and if they do offer a similar sort of replacement um yeah. warranty. I mean, I would I feel like the majority of retail businesses, major ones, offer some kind of... And it, I guess it might just be an American thing, but like Target offers them, Walmart offers them. I don't know how, you know, if they're as free going with their policies as Best Buy is, but, you know, it's worth looking into. Do you remember the last time you bought a controller? Um, might have been a year and a half, two years ago. I've still got the old one. Um, it's not it's not unplayable, and like for different games, um, on the PlayStation, if I ever boot that up, it, it's all right. Um, it's just for Rocket League. I would drive in a, like if I picked a line down the center of the field mm -hmm. and drove, 
uh, I would be a little bit off by the time I hit the end. And it was yep. sort of affecting some of my, I had to turn my dodge dead zone all the way up. Um, oh, sure. And so it got to the point where if I had my dodge dead zone down, I'd flip the wrong direction a lot of the time. And if I had it mm -hmm. up, I wouldn't flip at all. And it, it sort of became somewhat unplayable. So I had yeah. to go get a new one. That can be very unpleasant. I have definitely lived that life for a little and would not enjoy going back. All right. So as I'm thinking about the end of this podcast, what do you what do you think is going to be the thing that's really going to get you over the hump? All right. So for me to get to GC, I need I need to just smash out shooting packs. I need to get the shooting consistency there. I need to just slow down a little bit and and pay attention to my rotation and be more mindful of my rotation. And then once those two are, are set, I just need to I need to grind um, with friends, solo, whatever it takes. Just put the put the games in because I have I've yeah not been grinding the games as much as I've been grinding the training. And I think if I do those three things, I think I think GC is coming my way. Do you feel like your friends take the game as seriously as you do? Like do your do your friends want GC as bad as you do? Um, one of they they do, um, but it's been dangled in front of all of us for so long, and, and none of us have got it. That I think we're a little bit, a little bit broken down, a little bit disheartened with the whole idea. Um, one of them definitely does, and he he can consistently sort of get on the cusp, and he just never makes it in. Um, mm. Even even more so than me, his his right on the border there, and there's probably two guys that I consistently play with, and the other one's a bit more happy go lucky. He just he just likes playing the game. He doesn't care whether he gets gc or gc rewards or anything like that he just he just has a good time playing the game i would like to see because whenever psionics releases the rank breakdown it's just the 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 whole rocket league community as a whole i would love to see how the different ranks break down in different regions because you're also looking at the fact that oce is much smaller than North America, smaller than EU. So that would lead me to believe that it's also much more competitive. It, I've been playing a lot in our US, US West particularly with a lot, of the, mm -hmm. a lot of the people from the Discord. And I think that OCE is, is harder in general, um, especially around the, the champ to GC level. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it is just, I think it's just a, because the population is so small. Like if you try to queue a, a tournament in OCE and your, let's say your tournament, your tournament rank is champ two, you will be put into a tournament with champ twos, champ threes, all the GCs and SSLs, because there aren't enough teams to fill out SSL tourneys. There aren't enough teams to fill out GC tourneys. And so they just fill from the top. And so if oh, you're champ geez. three, which, you know, I was GC one, I think maybe GC one. And I think I'm now champ three because I've lost that many tournaments. I'll go in and I will verse um, Thanovic and his friends or I'll verse uh, pro players or I'll verse just SSLs. And, you know, it's it's pretty rough. Um, yeah, trying to trying to do tournaments when the when the player base is that low at the top end. 
Um, and games, I, I feel recently games have started taking a little little longer to find. Um, I haven't been climbing that 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 high or anything, but I'm not too sure. The player base seems to be yeah pretty low, and it's it's really competitive at sort of the the higher end. Hmm. Yeah, I I feel like that would certainly make it a little bit more difficult to get over that hump. But at the same time, it'll make it that much more rewarding. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I think I just hope I still have the motivation once I hit GC. Uh, part of me just sees me just putting down the game and walking away. I think I love it too much to ever do that. But I think yeah, it's it's been like maybe like a year and a half or two year grind now just in, in champ or top end of champ to get in the GC. So it'll be a big relief and a big, yeah, like a big milestone when I when I do finally hit it. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you're the same way. I mean, I got GC rewards last season, and I was ecstatic and happy and and feel really good about it. And now I'm still hovering again around like 1380 to 1400, and I barely squeaked out these rewards. Like, I did not win more than two games in a row when I was actually in GC. So I would get into GC. So that's a win. And then maybe win one game and then lose three in a row, lose GC, and then have to get all the way back up to 1430. So I'd have to win two more games in a row. So there's getting into GC, then there's getting the rewards, and then there's actually, you know, solidifying yourself in that rank and those are three very different things yeah i I, well i'm envious of you even hitting it so i'll i'll deal with that when i get there i guess but yeah yeah, um i think that's to say that there there are still things to motivate you know like just getting there and kind of like you know going to the party and standing on the wall is one thing but you want to get there and like really feel like you own it have a boogie (laughs) yeah exactly i like that analogy standing on the wall yeah well you can use that one i've i've gotten all these things from you that i get to use and so that's my that's my parting gift to you uh thank you tom appreciate that it's it's the least that it's the least that i could do okay so speaking of parting gift, uh, final thoughts that you might have for the Infinite Boost audience? Um, final thoughts? Just just join the Discord. Come play some custom games. That's I, I'm enjoying it. Um, I think everyone that's sort of consistently on there is enjoying it. And we're having a good time and 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 you know taking advantage of this community that you've set up. Well, thank you. Finally, somebody decided to plug the discord besides me i'd love to hear I'm there often enough i'll uh i'll happily plug it excellent um where can people find you on the internet nowhere you can find me on discord um i don't have any form of social media or streaming or anything like that um you'll find me yeah plug again in the discord (laughs) wait so you're not you're not even on like twitter or anything not on Twitter, um, not on yeah Twitter, Snapchat, not on Facebook. I have, I have Messenger for my for my friends and family, um, but yeah, none of that stuff doesn't doesn't interest me. 
Wow. Fair enough. Very good. And a question for the audience. All right. Question for the audience. I want everyone listening to be a bit reflective and look back on your journey. And uh, I want to know what can you do now that you couldn't do at the start of last season in Rocket League? Oh, interesting. I like it. All right. Well, I would say hit him up, but there's only one place that you can do that. And that is in the booster club. So get to it. Uh, Michael, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to hang out with me. I think it's quite funny that uh, it's literally, well, it's getting right about to supper time now for you. I yeah, almost what do you call it in Australia? What is the meal that you would be eating right now? That'd be dinner. Dinner, dinner. okay. Supper, supper is like an old person term. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think grandparents and stuff are, you're going to come inside for supper. But I think, uh, <laughs> I, think <that's, laughs> I think that's sort of faded out uh, with, with yeah, the more current generations. It's, it's dinner now. It's it's dinner now. All right. Well, all the kids call it dinner, Tom. I'm gonna I'm gonna retire to my, you know, my old folks' home, because supper time is way past. It's one twenty three in the morning here. Oh wow! You've done well. At at least we are in the same day now. Yeah. True. True. We we were not when we started this show. No. So that's a fun fact for you. All right. Well. Go enjoy your dinner. <laughs> Will do. Uh, don't Thank forget you... to slot the bunnies. Yes. Make sure you stop miss. Is that what? Before you said you were missing the bunnies. Yep. So we got to we gotta slot the bunnies. Slot the bunnies and uh, yeah, just uh, stay keen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thanks for the boost. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tom.